Coming to you from New York City. This week and every week, it's the Ben Kissel Show. Welcome to the show, everyone. That's Mike Cascarelli. I'm joined by Micah Fox. I'm Ben Kissel. It's called the Ben Kissel Show. Micah, how are you? Uh, I'm even worse. How are you doing worse? Micah's body is breaking. Her boobs are too big for her small frame. The doctors literally have just told her she suffers from a bizarre bone disease. That's not true. I have bones, though. That's good. Yeah. What's wrong with them? I I uh, got these fucking neck neck spasm thing. Yeah. You know, and I uh, <laughs> I've been on these pain pills all week, mm-hmm. which were great. That's great. Yeah, it was great until uh, I went to a holiday party and I got blackout because you're not supposed to drink on those. Oh, that's ridiculous. You are supposed to drink on those. Any any medication that says, oh, don't drink one on this, it's like, don't drink on this, otherwise you're going to have a great time. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I had a great time because I no. don't remember anything that happened. Oh, that's dangerous. And that's dangerous for a girl of your stature and size. If I get blackout drunk, I'm totally safe. Because I just look like a werewolf, a wildebeest, rolling down the streets of New York City uh, looking for the nearest donut. You're safe, but all the people around you are not safe. That's right. Well, everyone's pretty safe. You know, I keep my arms to myself. I mean, unless I'm phalailing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Occasionally, I'll phalail. Yeah. But that's fine. That's a whole different situation. So you got blackout drunk at your holiday party. Did you do anything embarrassing at the holiday party? I don't even know why these events occur anymore. Holiday There's never parties? been a good story from a holiday party. Peggy's getting finger banged, finger banged in the closet. Some other dude said something racist to, 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 the, to the IT guy, the only black IT guy there. Oh, I can't believe that they gave you this job. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's the wine talking, something like that. And the next thing you know, your boss is getting filed for sexual harassment because his hands were up, uh, you know, some other uh, dude's shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gets very awkward at these holiday parties. Yeah. They should just cancel the entire tradition. I feel like these holiday parties are just CEOs and executives weeding out the people who can't drink in their offices, and the next morning you get a pink slip. That's what I'm going to do. Whenever I have a large group of people underneath me and I find out one of them can't drink, they're fired. They're yeah. out of here because that's just a future problem. Right. I think it's just so that they have something to like hold over them. It's like, uh, you better get that report in by Monday or I'm going to tell Peggy that Good that point. wasn't her vagina that was fingered. Holy Lord. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Well, that explains why she's having good stool. I, uh, it's sort of a bohemian good stools. Yeah, if you, if you widen out the butthole. Uh, I talked to my gay older brother about it. I assure you I'm telling the truth. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, a dick colonic, or in this case, a finger colonic. My mother used to give herself coffee bean colonics, but we'll talk about that later. Just, uh, no, I, I need to go right now. Uh, <clears throat> was this orally or anally? Where do the beans go? My mother's coffee bean colonic? Yeah. Got to go up the butt, right? I'll talk about that in a second. I just want to make this point. You're right about that, Mike. A bohemian grove where all the uh, wealthy elites go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the skull and crossbones uh, fraternity, the little uh, the, the, the group there that John Kerry and Bush and everyone's a part of. That's what they do. Everyone has their naked little secrets. You do something nude. Everyone gets extremely drunk. Uh, you do gay acts with a bunch of different goats and uh, and whatnot. Maybe they got that gay Irish bull over there that the uh, Simpsons, uh, one of the Simpsons creators bought because the uh, the farmer was going to kill it mm-hmm. just because it was gay and it, it wouldn't mate with the female. So that's kind of the whole point of the bull. Right. But nonetheless, I mean, I don't even know how they, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't sashaying. It wasn't, you know, uh, you know, watching RuPaul's Drag Race every Thursday night. Right, right. But apparently it was a game. It wasn't obvious, you're saying. It was a bull. Yeah. You know, I can't, I mean, it's very difficult. I've seen a bear. I've never seen a bull Uh that was gay. Um, But that's the thing. I think you're right. These office Christmas parties, everyone goes around, gets their secrets, 
That way nobody can uh, yeah. file a lawsuit. They call it bonding, but what they mean is bondage. Mm. Now you're bound. Bound to the job. You're trapped by a lot. And I'd say, uh, my coworker Dan, I was like, hey, uh, did you got, did I see it? How did I get home? And, yeah. and he's like, oh, we all took cabs. He's like, but you know what? Now that you think about it, you might have been out of it because you walked out. I walked out of the, the karaoke bar, which is embarrassing enough. Right. That you were at a karaoke bar. That I was there. Yeah. yeah. Which I do not remember. Oof. I did not agree to that. So you don't remember what you sang? I was forced karaoke. Oh, forced karaoke is worse than waterboarding. I think that was page seven of the torture report uh-huh. when they made uh, El Sheikh Mohammed None. do uh, And Cheney kara- defended it. Cheney defended it. Yeah, they were forced to sing Taylor Swift songs and uh, random um, uh, Yoko Ono beats. Oh. Just one more non-consensual Billy Joel. Oh, my God. If you want to... Being forced to sing Piano Man over and over and over yeah. again, I know where Osama Bin Laden is. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. So I leave the place, I guess, still carrying my drink, because God forbid I put it down for half a second. <laughs> and, You're uh, tethered. That's when you get super drunk, you just become tethered to it. Yeah. You're like, I must have must have more of this drunk thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a battery pack. Yeah. And uh, and uh, my coworker nicely was like, uh, you you got to put that down somewhere you right because you're stepping outside to the world now yeah and uh and apparently my reaction was okay and then i threw it i like it that's a good at yeah that what i he said i threw it out a pile of trash and <laughs> that's uh, good it did not break and it just kind of rolled into the street <laughs> yeah i really wish i remember it because it sounds pretty badass well michael fox for those that don't know and i mean i think everybody knows that michael fox is quite a badass you're a little you're spunky you i like know? my oatmeal lumpy that's well. I don't. Well, that is that. That seems sexual in nature and tone, and I don't know what that means. But uh, somebody, people like to come in people's food. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, yeah. Let's go back to my mother. When I was nine years old, my older brother Chris can attest to this. Uh, she did this whole thing. I'm not sure what she watched. She watched the Doctor Oz of the time, and I don't know who the Doctor Oz of our time was. Probably some evangelical crit. Maybe it was a Richard Simmons type. And uh, she found out that coffee bean colonics are the new thing, and those are going to clean your bowels right up. And uh, there's a theory that my father is gay, so perhaps he liked to poke around the poop hole uh, a little bit and pretend <laughs> like uh, my mother's name was Barry and he was finally in love. But so my mother used to lay on a large piece of wood, and it had a hole that would obviously go over the toilet there. She would grab some coffee, she would brew it, she would bring it in with a you know in a little tub, and take a take a take a tube. You know, and she would put that tube up her butt like a like a like a like a patient who had just finished a surgery, you know, and they put tubes up their nose so they can breathe. But this was allowing her butt to get some oxygen, I suppose. And then before the oxygen could actually get to the butt, she just put it right in the coffee and then that would just shoot up into her. No, that's and not how physics. Work. I don't know how physics work. She would lie on her. She Here's was, what she did. She had a douche bag that she drained of her douche. material. A right. literal douche. She, bag. Yes. All right. Yeah. Go. Give she, me some details. Not like a guy with white sunglasses. You're saying. Yeah. How, on what planet do you think? She's drinking coffee with her anus. She's, you think well, that just the sheer vacuum force of her <laughs> fucking colon? You know, she's a Kissel. You know, well, I guess she's a Thorstad technically, but she's my mother, and uh, yeah, I believe that she has a strong vacuum uh, butthole. Ass mm-hmm. vacuum. Why not? Yeah, an ass vacuum. Yeah. Sure. Well, either way, she would get it up in there somehow. I didn't go into great detail when I walked in on her doing it. Yeah. But she seemed healthy, and uh, good skin, and beautiful red hair. So. If you're out there and you've tried a coffee bean colonic, let us know, and um, I would love to hear all the ins and outs of it. It sounds pretty hot. All right. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think? I think so. Why yeah. Not? But yeah, I mean, it was a traumatizing experience. What did she say? Get out. 
Get out of here. No, I think she was like, oh, Ben, oh, do you want to brush your teeth? And I was like, I do. And then I would just brush my teeth. No. She would sit in there and colonic up. Oh, God. Yeah. And why does your brother Chris remember that? Was well, because everybody, no, no, I mean, because I think I talked about it. I mean, everyone used to know when mom goes to the bathroom with her wooden board, what it's time. Wooden... colonic time. It, it was colonic time. Yeah. You know, when you're on the subway and you hear showtime, showtime, you know people you... are about to start dancing. <laughs> uh, when you see your mother go in there with a wooden board, it's colonic time. And you know, uh, don't drink the coffee right. uh, that comes out of the bathroom because that is no longer coffee. You know, I think this story is acting as a colonic for me. I feel physically ill and that everything wants to leave my body. Well, go. All right. Not uh, go do it. You got to find the garbage can though. Not in the. <laughs> please <laughs> and, not in this room. Okay, <laughs> she's back, everybody. Thank God. Thank God. Wipe this your is face. A, this is a great day uh, in the city. First of all, the date is twelve thirteen fourteen, and numbers in such a sequence won't be around again for another twenty years. So think about that. Thought about it. It's exciting. Okay. Um, you don't care either. No, not really. No, there's a lot of people that do. And you know, we started the numerical system for for calendar. This is a very arbitrary number that you Christians have forced upon us. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if we take it back to the calendar, it has already happened thousands of times over. What is that? The 12, 13, 14. This is our fifth circle through. Well, I don't even know. I'm In just... In the kingdom of heaven. All right. Well, you, this is Jewish? You're In your talking... name we pray. Uh... The city is very exciting today because there's a couple of different things going on. It's an abomination is what's happening. <laughs> well, there's a, well, okay. There is really a contrast happening in New York City right now between SantaCon, which for those that don't know, it's when a bunch of uh, lonely douchebags, future rapists and future rape victims get together, dress like Santa Claus, parade around the streets of New York City and pretend like they're getting drunk for the first time. Right. And they scream and they act a lot like Micah probably did on Thursday evening. They're throwing bottles all over the place, but they're not cute and adorable like Micah. and They're not funny because they're big. They're from Connecticut or New Jersey. And they're just here to ruin our city. So we have them <laughs> marching all around, being total lunatics, jacking up the beer prices at all the Irish taverns. Then we also have the Eric Garner protest, which is uh, a little bit more of a respectable reason to be marching down the streets. It's a and peaceful protest so it, that people can feel like they're being heard, which is ironically what SantaCon's doing. But they ever, right. But it's, it's showing the insides of people on the outside, and the contrast could not be starker. It's a stark contrast, and I'll tell you, I don't think the protesters for Eric Garner are going to be going in and out of bars, and that's why I'm not doing it today. Really? I would do the Eric Garner protest if we could find a compromise between SantaCon, don't dress like a Santa, but maybe we do get to go and kind of pub crawl it for Garner. A pub crawl for Garner. There's gotta I'm be down with that. Of, there's got to be an after party for these protests, right? For, you just got to find out which bar it's going to be at. I don't know. I mean, is that how it works? I mean, I know that these things are very organized. There's a lot of comedians in New York City who are out there right now doing their civic duty. Some would say they're better than us. But I like to be on the 17th floor here at WABC Studios. This is where we're making our change. We're mm-hmm. making a difference right now. Talking about my mother's colonic. Yeah. You know, that's one of the bigger issues uh, addressing the nation, uh, nation right, right now. Need Racism, to have good skin. Right. Racism may only last for another hundred years, but mm-hmm. we'll have bowels forever. Uh-huh. Bowels forever. How do you clean them? Coffee. Coffee. That's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. I learned that at a young age. So the city is really going through a... Uh, if you're if you're a cop right now, what do you want to do more? Do you want to take care of the SantaCon kids? Because SantaCon has such a... Uh, they got a heated reputation. Not a lot of people like them. As a matter of fact, most people hate them. And the cops 
uh, we're trying to outlaw it this year. They were going to ban the whole thing. But then the Senate said, no, but we want to, you know, but let us be douche. You know, the, the, you know, Article 12 of the Constitution allows for douchery. And we want to live up to, you know, we want to live up to our founding father's dream of a great country where people can dress in Santa suits How and are they get gonna- too drunk and uh, forget to use the bathroom properly. How are they going to enforce that? It's just police going around arresting Santa on yeah. the place? What, what does that look like? Well, you know, the police have a bad reputation right now, and I agree with you. If they go around and arrest all the Santas, Christmas is canceled this year, kids, and uh, the cops aren't going to be doing very well in the PR department. Yeah. But I do think we should arrest those snowmen because they're not up to any good. Oh, get rid of the snowmen. Absolutely. It's like, you don't need that hat. No, it's <laughs> pathetic. It's terrible, but it is very, very interesting. And I don't think I think there's going to be a confrontation like the Crips and the Bloods or the uh, what was the it's wh- embarrassing the, the Whistlers and the Snappers. What was that West Side Snores? West Side Snorry. Uh, I like that. <laughs> Put that on the cover of the New York Post if we catch another MTA worker sleeping on the job up on the West Side. West Side Snorry, classic stuff. Ben Kizzle came up with it. Don't take the idea or take it and credit me. Nonetheless, what I'm saying is it's going to be like West Side Story. When the snappers, those no, are the no. people who snapped their fingers, and then the whistlers got together. Jets and the sharks. Jets and the sharks. But I believe one used to snap, and then the other would whistle. It was sort of a bizarre kind of like, how do I get a cat to pay attention to me? Or a gang fight. Yeah, the they were fighting were over snappers. a tabby. Right. So at some point, the SantaCon individuals are going to have to meet up with the Garner individuals. who are, And uh, I want to see the blood and the mayhem that ensues there. I'm going to be on team, ooh, man. you got to be on team Garner. I know, but I just feel like the Santas are going to be so drunk, and then it'll be funny to see Santas fight uh, people, you know, and then... So you want the you want the fight to last as long as possible. I think the Gardner people are definitely going to win. You know what's yeah, interesting is Christmas is supposed to be about peace, love, and joy. The Eric Garner protest on, is what? a peaceful protest. The Santas are the most violent individuals, and if not violent physically, violent mentally. They're horrendous, and they they're are. an assault on the city. They are. Especially yeah. today when people are trying to fight for civil liberties. Right, yeah. I mean, it really came at a bad time. It's a rough, it, it is a rough day to be a cop as well. I mean, you know, obviously. Well, with sim- being caught for being a racist and a person who exploits their power. Oh, don't call it Pantiello. Pantaleo. 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 That was the guy who did the chokehold on Mr. Eric Gardner. Uh, don't call him racist. He's a murderer. You know, just give him that. We don't know if he's a racist. But now uh, you have an inside uh, source here, Mike. You come from a cop ca- uh, family. Do. You probably know Pantaleo's uh, personality type fairly well. What is your inside point of view from the people that you know in the police force? What do they think about the Garner protests and what do they think about the Garner situation in general? Oh, they're all in for Pantaleo. They love him. All, I mean, it's not even that they necessarily love him, but like, I got into a fight with my, my aunt. Yeah. Uh, Did you punch her? No. Thank okay. Goodness. Good. You can't punch her on. She could take me anyway. I think Sorry. she's uh, she's trained in the combat. Oh, I she's see. A police officer. Oh, she was an officer as well. Oh yeah, she still is. She's a she's a gangs unit detective now. Jesus. But she uh, in Passaic, New Jersey, mm-hmm. which is where there's a lot of gangs. Patterson. Sure. Uh, all the shit up there. Yeah. But she she started in the NYPD. And, uh, okay. I think she was in Prospect Park in like the 90s when it was bad. When it was really bad. Right. And uh, there's still parts of that park I'm not hanging out. Oh, absolutely. That had uh, yeah. I, I don't walk through that park after like sunset, really. Beautiful though, beautiful. When the sun is up, right? Yes. Well, you don't like romance, obviously. A park not in Prospect the sun Park. Goes down. Prospect Park is it still yeah. that dangerous? Parts of the park, yeah. Oh, okay. 
But uh, yeah, I got no fight. I put up a Facebook status because I was wearing an NYPD shirt, ironically, the day when the the grand jury uh, decided to not indict Pantaleo. It's pretty bold irony. Pretty, it pretty really bold is. Move. I didn't even think of it. Like yeah. I didn't realize until I got to work that that was that was the day that that was happening. And right. I was like, oh fuck, I'm wearing this shirt today. So I put up a status on Facebook that said like uh, I'm ashamed to be wearing the NYPD like a uh, shirt today and my aunt sent me a text like two hours later like yeah. I'm, I'm very offended you know what you said or, like whatever and she's offended that you were embarrassed about the shirt choice yeah. that you wore that morning because uh, from their point of view and i understand it yeah certainly uh their point of view is when you're a police officer uh you're, you get put into certain situations where you don't necessarily have full control over what could happen and you know uh and if and if you have to kill a person, yeah, well, that's my just, argument. You know, just be even though they're clearly in stress. Whatever. Right. No, that and that's yeah. my that was my argument too. Where it's just like I, you know, my my whole thing is that I understand that situations occur and accidents do wind up happening. And unfortunately, when you're a police officer, a lot of times the accident is that someone might get killed, and that yeah. sucks. But at the same time, I think that police forces around the country, instead of hiding behind this this uh, this fraternity or the shield, have to come out and condemn bad police work. Where it's like, sure. like when something bad happens, clear like that guy's got to. There's got to be some sort of penalty. He can't just get away. Well, that's what I was thinking free. about uh, Pantaleo. If I was an officer on the force, I would be very upset with him because right. now I'm working on Saturday when I want to be sitting on my fat ass watching nothing but tool time. The name of the <laughs> show is actually Home Improvement, but for some reason, all NYPD and cops in general, and pretty much the rest of the uh, America, calls the show Tool Time. Did you catch right. that Tool Time Tuesday? It was yeah. hilarious. Tool Time is the best new show on television that that's came out in 1990. Yes. Yeah, that's about right. They love that Tim Allen. They can't get enough of Tim Allen. Uh-huh. <coughs> yeah, but I was thinking about that. If you are uh, an officer, you must hate him right now. I know he well, got grilled for two hours by the NYPD. They were like, what the fuck? But, you know, I see why he got off to some degree because I don't necessarily even know if it was the chokehold that killed the guy. Afterwards, all the cops were sitting on him like Irish immigrants sitting on a beam that they were about to put yeah. on the new, uh, you know, um, Empire State Building. Right. I mean, they were just chilling out on the guy <laughs> eating lunch. They had their they had a delivery what come over and give him some Chinese. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're sitting on the corpse of a fucking fat black dude. It's like, get off the guy. But that's the other thing, too. That I think that it's not even whether he was innocent or guilty. The fact of the matter is that, like, as a citizen, I feel like I'm not a cop, even though my family's cops, and I'm supposed like they want me to be supportive of the police officer, basically, whenever. I understand that, but the fact that they didn't think that there was enough evidence for this to go to a trial is like insulting to me to see that that sure. was just like such a lack, uh, 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 a lapse in the in the judicial system. Where it's just like, like this is just a guy who, and race aside, just as a human being, who you know really might not get justice now. They're, yeah, they're just it's like, like we know cops are dirty pieces of shit, but the well, judicial but, system as well. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's not even like all <laughs> no. cops. Like, I, like I'm still, yeah. I'm still a supporter of police. Like, I, and I, I, I'm at 25. I'm one of the only f- people that are that do that. I'm yeah, not a well, fuck they're the always nice person. to me. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you should like people like Mike are thrilled when they see the cops. I mean, I don't really care. I'm very nice to them because I'm huge, and they'll uh, destroy me in a minute yeah. because they're terrified for their right. life. 
there was a city councilman, Jumani Williams, who's like pretty famous. He's got dreadlocks and he's like kind of always on the front lines. But anyway, he was uh, encouraging the Bloods to uh, to do the protest as well. And so the Bloods went out and they protested. I think it was Wednesday night. And then they uh, they ended up punching a big old cop and a typical looking fat cop. He had the mustache and everything. I love when people dress the part. You know, I love <laughs> yeah. it when when people just like I'm an officer. I'm going to gain thirty pounds. I'm going to get a mustache, and uh, yeah. a, a, occasionally I'm going to watch Columbo and uh, critique his detective uh-huh. work. Yeah, I'm going to take the show a little bit too seriously, and I'm going to turn off the TV. And by turn off the TV, I'm going to stand up and go turn the button off because I don't believe in remote controls. Uh, I would just like to come out and say Columbo is above critique. I agree. Columbo yeah. is the greatest detective of all time. Get out of here, monk. <laughs> Get out of here, monk. Pete, uh, OCD. Yeah. OCD monk. Columbo is the greatest detective of all time, followed by the commission. Yeah, more like over-the-counter dete- detective. Where's the real shit? That's right. Where's but, the controlled substance? All right. Get it. I want some. Uh, but there was, so the bloods went out and they were protesting. Sure enough. One of the uh, gang members punches this cop in the face, and I thought that officer responded fairly well. I mean, they ended up tackling the guy and things like that. He's had 13 priors. Well, And so you do have these kind of uh, people out there that are making the cops' lives very bad, but they're also making the argument for the protesters much more difficult to express yeah. because they're trying to say that all these protesters are peaceful when in reality there's going to be people out there just punching randomly the punching face. cops. Yeah. Well, you know what? Sometimes you're put in a position where accidents are going to happen. Sure. And, you know, it's not anybody's fault. You know, sometimes you're just going to accidentally kill a person. And mm-hmm. that's a protester's right. Yeah. To accidentally kill a police officer? Yeah. You know? There might be a couple. It goes both ways, I think, right? Um, well, there are some. I mean, in theory, if you really want to break it down, I think I she's just. Hey, she's uh, just gravity joking. is just a theory. I, <laughs> <laughs> gravity is just a theory. Uh-huh. I think it's been proven, but uh, oh, shit, Micah's gone. She floated right on out of here. <laughs> I guess Micah broke it with her frail bones. <laughs> and her sassafras attitude. She's got a sassy frass attitude. Uh-huh. Let's go to the soda shop after this and talk about how we're going to run for mayor and keep the black people down. <laughs> sassy frass. What's wrong with you? You've been hanging out with Curtis Sliwa too much. I, know, I hang out with way too many old people. Elderly, man. Elderly. Well, anyway, so that's, the, that's what's happening in New York City today. So it's going to be a shit show, and we'll see what happens when the sun starts to go down because the protesters that are going to stay on the streets and the Santas that are going to stay on the streets, uh, what the protesters uh, add in anger, the Santas are going to add in drunkenness, and the whole thing is going to bubble over into a disgusting nightmare. Well, at 2 p.m., which is when we started this program, uh, is when uh, the, uh, the peaceful protest was starting in, mm-hmm. in Washington Square. And uh, SantaCon looks like they were joining right about where we are at the studios here at WABC. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's only a matter of time. I have a feeling, right, but by the time we're done with this uh, radio transmission, yeah. we'll be in the thick. We'll be in the thick of it. But where, where are they actually, do the trails intersect? Well, the peaceful protest will be marching up towards Times Square, okay. like they traditionally do. And you know, mm-hmm. no justice, no peace. Yeah. You so I guess um, they do, because SantaCon's going downtown, right? Yeah. So oh it, it is, they are going to cross paths, and the SantaCon people are going to think that all the cops are there for them, and maybe they should be. I think that most of them are. In the back of their minds, they're watching those SantaCon kids with one eye, and they're watching the uh, protesters with the other eye, and then they're also just thinking about uh, random just meat. Just thinking about, sorry, <laughs> go on. Was that Annie? Yeah. I'm bringing it back. It's coming back, but this time with black people. Yeah. I know. I saw it. I can't breathe. 
I'm fine. Yeah, well, I know. Well, that's the thing. And now I can't breathe. That's the new, that's uh, sort of the battle cry for this one. LeBron James wore the shirt. Kobe Bryant wore the shirt. All the NBA stars. And then a lot of NFL athletes are uh, doing the public protests as well. Some people are offended by it, but I think it's just fine. Well, my question is how much of it do you think is is fashion? How much of it do you well, think is Well, they're ugly shirts. Like, no, None I'm of not- it. I no. think none of it. You don't well, think, you know, it you don't think cool that anybody, thing, yeah. yeah, you don't think anybody's kind of doing it because it's like. Oh, sure, the like white a, people. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, so? that's Yeah, but I don't story. think LeBron James is doing it for the fashion. I think, you know, he's he's trying to make a statement. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe it's different in the black Well, community. good fashion makes a statement, doesn't it? I meant, I I meant fashion so. more as, as like a like the, like the a trend. Yeah. Not not like that's so stylish. I meant more just like like, like it's the cool way the, to be for civil liberties, right? Like the way, yeah. And it is. I'm not saying that, I'm not I'm not anti civil liberties. Cops are <laughs> but, killing uh, <laughs> people. Cops are killing people, and then the then then uh, t-shirts uh, are going to be out there against it. Yeah, you know that's how that works. Yes. Yeah. Some people are upset with the NFL athletes though, and the NBA players, but you know whatever they can they can do that. I suppose that's about as peaceful protest as you can possibly get playing a game of basketball. Yeah. Sorry, you, you put them in the limelight. They're not just there to dance for you. They're real people, America. <laughs> that's right. They're not Mr. Bojangles, yeah. as so many whites would like. Yeah. Well, that's what, you like, know. people, they were getting a lot of flack, the Rams, when uh, the, I guess it was, that was Michael Brown, when they were doing the hands up thing. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. a lot of people were coming out and saying, like, they shouldn't be doing that, whatever. It's a sep- football separate from whatever. But dude, it, they're professional entertainers. They really they are. are. That's, that's true. That's all they are. So, you know, they're going to, mm-hmm. they and got the public eyeballs and, you know, now they're using them and good for them. Yeah. I, and I, I, well, I really can't see the issue with that. We're just going, we're just putting, that's like someone like saying uh, that I, I could compare that to after 9-11 when like the, all the Mets wore like the FDNY hats. It's like the you same know, kind of thing. I will say with this. Your... You go to a concert and you're, you're there to listen to the music. And then the next thing you know, Bono's talking uh, about bombing and Bono's <laughs> talking about Nestle screwing over countries in Africa about, you know, because they're just taking the water and selling it back to them. This is something that the Nestle Corporation does. And they just go on and on with all the terrible atrocities about the about Bono's not a good example because his music is so bad. I'd actually rather hear him talk about that. Yeah. Um, what's a band that I like? Do you know? Uh, Neil Young. Yeah, oh, sure. For sure. And then when Neil Young, when he stops singing Ohio, when he stops singing, uh, you know, Needle in the Damage Done, and then he just talks about Bush for three minutes or 30 minutes, and you're like, he's been out of office for seven years. Can we move on? And he's like, I will not move on. I'm, I'm, I may never be here again. I'm about to die. I know. I'm just saying it kind of ruins the concert. Yeah. So if you're going to the Rams game, you're in St. Louis, you're completely uh, distraught. You're over, not over it, but you're just like, I need a break. I need to relax my mind from all the racial tension and from all the uh, disgusting uh, police abuse and whatever. Just the even the arguments that are going on with the Michael Brown, Darren Wilson situation. You want to go to a football game and and treat it like your cheers. You want to walk into uh, and everyone knows your name and you don't want to think about any problems. And next thing you know, you got the Rams players all looking like Michael Brown um, walking with their hands up and you're like oh yeah that's right the entire world is fucked right outside of the stadium that's the only argument I could see against it I'm not saying that I agree with that but I'm just saying maybe sometimes when you go to an event you want to forget all the problems and you pay good money to get those tickets and you don't necessarily want to have people 
doing something that reminds you of a, a terrible atrocity when in reality they're getting played, they're getting paid a, a lot of money to be basketball players or to be football players. If you want to go to a National Action Network convention and talk about these things, then you get tickets to that instead. Sure. No or you way. just go because they're usually free. No change has ever been made by people relaxing and just paying a lot of money to escape their problems. That is a privileged position to be in, and people need to be shaken out of it. And I commend any athlete, entertainer. But wait, why? Do, why do you necessarily have to be shaken out of that if you can afford be, the privilege? If you can afford the privilege, you're not going to help make change, and you're in fact part of the problem because if you're allowing injustices to be continued yeah and you're part of that society you are part of the problem you're either with us or you're against us i don't know if i agree with that well i mean it's an intense approach but there's a lot of gray areas and i think a lot of people have very differing opinions but for the most part i think they're all um trying to find the the truth you know yeah and there isn't uh, there's not a lot of not a lot of truth in chance like if you, you know? really cared about like let's say you know you know all your family just got murdered by some bomber. Oh no my one god, else could that fa- happen? No, well, I would be, I would be, you know, if my family got murdered by really? like a, a bunch of different cops, you know what I would be doing right now? I'd be doing SantaCon. I would dress <laughs> up like a Santa for the first time in my entire life because I do believe in the spirit of Christmas yes. for the first time in the history of my life. Well, let's say someone, like a family who didn't beat and abuse you. Oh, a family that I loved. Right. Let's let's take this hypothetical really far out there. Oh, okay. Or maybe, Mike, maybe it's your family or something. Sure, sure. Sure. You know, and then everyone else is out partying because, hey, it wasn't their family. You're a little, that's a little rude. You know what I mean? Sure, everyone's, right. everyone's acting like it didn't happen because it didn't happen to them. And that is right. that is not caring about your fellow man. And who are we if we're not all related? You know, that's getting a little philosophical. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you're on a lot of pain medication. But at the same time, if my whole family was murdered, I... Uh, You'd be I, at a basketball game? I wouldn't be. No, probably not. But I don't think that... I mean, maybe, uh, thank God, I'm not in the position to have to have to worry about that. But uh, I, don't, I don't know that if I, I would expect everybody's life to just, like, shut down. Well, you got me. You got to you know film I mean? it on an iPhone. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but now we're spreading it. Now it isn't just your family; it's a lot of families. These black people's families and their whole culture, and you know, and we just sit there and we're like, ah, it's your problem. It's fucked up. No, Constant. it is. That's no, why. But that's what? why the Holocaust went oh on for as long as it did. If next, they're coming for you. That's right. Yeah, the Holocaust happened for so long because the Polish people just couldn't get enough of it. They loved it. They originally fought it. Germans, Germans get a, a a lot. They take a lot of the. The Germans are like the quarterback in, in World War Two. You know, it's like right. they get all the blame and they get all the. Uh, well, they get all the uh, accolades when they do well. But I'm telling you, those Polish people. They were invaded. They couldn't get enough of the Holocaust. <laughs> they wanted more Holocaust. They're but, Polish. Yeah, they love it. Most of the people who died in the Holocaust were Polish. Yeah. But that's all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There were a lot of Polish people dead in the Holocaust. What are we... No, I'm just joking. Right Cut them a little bit. Sad. Aside. Sad. It's it's just not good, Ben. <laughs> yeah. I think you're angry at the wrong thing right now. Well, all right. <laughs> well, yeah, we should cut the Germans some slack regarding the Holocaust. I don't think that's true. <laughs> is that is that the position you're taking? That's not the position I'm taking. You're putting words in my mouth. I'm pretty sure you said cut them some sweat. <laughs> no, I'm just saying blame the Polish more. Oh, all right. More, he's saying more. More all than right. the Germans. Okay. <laughs> the Polish need some blame here. More than the Germans? They are complicit. They, they were invaded. They loved it. Okay. They were lying in the streets cheering them on. And the other ones were lying in the streets dead. Well, that's true too.
That is very true. Well, either way, so that's happening there. Let's get to these emails. This is kind of an exciting thing. What uh, emails? The emails oh, that were yeah. hacked from Sony messed up my life. Why? I was supposed to have a meeting with Embassy Road this week uh, to discuss a project I'm working on with Saman Arbabi, mm-hmm. and um, we had to cancel it because all their emails were messed up because of the Sony hack. And there was a gal, and her name is Amy Pascal, and she is the uh, she's the co-chair for Sony Pictures, and she had a bunch of emails uh, released where she's dissing all over Angelina Jolie. Mm. And people were very upset about it. She called her talentless. She called her a spoiled brat. I thought it was the the man in that. Ruben. Yeah, I thought he was the one who called her that. And she was the one saying, you can't be talking about her like this. No, no. She said some terrible things. She said, um, oh, she said, she's a, oh, no, Ruben. Okay, yeah. Ruben called her a minimally talented spoiled brat from Crazy Land. I do believe she's from Crazy Land because her father's John Voight. Yeah. And I saw Anaconda about 30 times back to 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 back. Because uh, I was on an Anaconda marathon. And uh, love that movie. John Voight, raging lunatic. Great so actor. Great actor. Yeah. Republican. Yeah. So she's probably from crazy land. That's, you're using Anaconda's proof? What about the whole, you know, drinking blood and kissing her brother shit? Nope. All right. Yeah. Oh, That yeah. was one of the hottest things that ever happened on the red carpet. Thanks for bringing it back to my attention, Mar- uh, Micah. <laughs> 2000. Did you steal some of my back pills? No, but was it? <laughs> what was that? Ben's talking out of the side of his mouth. Is this a mm. plot from West Side Snorri? Ooh, I love West Side Snorri. Oh my god. Oh god, who's gonna have to fall asleep on the Upper West Side before we get this West Side Snorri situation? I'll never forget it. When the gangs were attacking each other up in the Upper West Side, like 13 people were murdered, maybe even 18. I forget the exact number. And the headline of the New York Post was West Side Gory. So I thought that was kind of fun. So we have, a, uh, we have a record here. They'll do stuff with West Side Story. They'll be punny with it. Yeah. So we got to make sure we get West it's Side Story. It's too snoring. good to not be punny with it. This is what I'm talking about. The, ra- the so-called racist emails. And, Micah, I want to get your thoughts on it because you're very sensitive. You know? And I say that completely lying. My Micah's- heart bleeds red, white, and blue. <laughs> no, you're anti-American and you're anti-human. You don't like anybody. I've never seen you be nice to no one. But this is the thing. She said that's true. Ruben and, and uh, this Pascal guy, gal were emailing each other and they were talking about, oh, what are we going to discuss with Barack Obama? What movies should I ask him about? And then they said, should you talk to him about Django Unchained? And there was a lull situation and they say oh maybe 12 years a slave or maybe he'll want to talk about the butler these are obviously the three black movies that came out last year and uh a lot of people were upset so what this pascal gal did and this is what dare i say the word irk i hate the word irk Mm -hmm. the word irk irks me but i'm gonna use the word this irks me uh she called up reverend al sharpton to apologize to the black community like al sharpton is the vessel that 20 million people go through. He's the it, dangling windsock that 20 yeah. million people well, go would, through. He it's, definitely thinks that he's the vessel. It's unbelievable. I want my fat Al back. Mm-hmm. Fat Al tracksuit Sharpton. You know, he only so eats much 1,200 better. calories a day. That's why he looks like. It's horrendous. Oh, he, I mean, it's just the skin falling from the man's bones. And, and he's, I, he's got such fat guy head, too. He's got fat. But either way, we're not shitting all over Sharpton. It's fine because she's the one who just called him out of the blue. And you know what he did? He forgave her. So it's fine. Everything is fine because she called up 
King Black, and then he just forgave her. I mean, it's insane. I was so like that to me is so much more racist than the jokes. I mean, whatever yeah. they were jokes, and it's yeah, funny. Yeah. I get what you're saying. He's a black president. Those are the black movies. Okay. It's a pretty simple goddamn joke that's not extremely offensive. Yeah. And again, Obama's fine. He's the president. He's the president. Right. The man has won the world. He's the leader of the free world if he so chose to fill the position. Yeah. But he, he likes to be a little bit less. Absolutely. But nonetheless, it's it, that to me is like the it was it was the follow up to the offense that is so much worse. Calling Reverend Al Sharpton as if he represents every black fucking mind in this country. To apologize, yeah, and then he, he gives the called, forgiveness. He should have called my one black friend. As I for think, his forgiveness. Why not? Why not? He's, he's black too. And ex- why can't he speak for everybody? Right. Yeah. You I, know, call up the Lucas brothers. <laughs> he probably he probably would have forgiven her too. You know, everyone's gonna forgive her yeah. because it's not a big deal. You know, I mean, Al it was like Sharpton. Re- it was ridiculous. So that that bothered me a lot. But I think this whole thing is terrifying. You know, obviously what happened was they're expecting, uh, the, they uh, suspect the North Koreans did it, which would be amazing under big chubby Kim Jong-un. Can't get enough of Why that Swiss cheese. Why do they want cheese. Sony pictures? What do they Because care? Yeah. James Franco and uh, the former large and now kind of large, but actually very small in the real life like most actors. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. They are making a movie about uh, their two spies who go to North Korea. They end up killing Kim Jong-un, which sounds awesome and very funny. And there was actually a couple of great emails that people outside of show business were offended by because they were discussing. Apparently, there's a final scene where Kim Jong-un's head explodes. And I don't know how much um, military artillery you would have to wrap around that big fat fuck's head in order to pop it off. Because, I mean, that thing, that's a tank. Yeah, he should have the Hummer logo stamped on his forehead. I mean, that thing's yeah. a truck. Yeah, now, Arnold Schwarzenegger would drive around on that dude in that dude's head. He's got to check in at weigh-in stations on the park. Oh my Christ! Exactly. He's got to weigh. He, he's got to weigh his head like a like a uh, a veterinarian weighs his dog. Mm-hmm. You hold the dog. You you weigh yourself, <laughs> and then you get back on the scale, and you hold with holding the dog, and you subtract the weight. Mm-hmm. That's what he has to do with his big goddamn dome. Nonetheless, there's an email that came out, and they were talking about when uh, when his head explodes, how much explosion can actually occur. So the email's like, well, you know, we can't have his ear dangling that far off of his body. So let's just, uh, when, when his eye pops out of his socket, let's cut that a half a second, you know, uh, shorter, just so it's not. <laughs> I mean, but these are th- these are these are why we got into the arts because you get to have these super fun conversations about how to make Kim Jong-un's head explode, but in the most proper possible way as to not offend the great leader. He caught wind of this. And, of course, in North Korea, I mean, they have no idea what satire is. They don't know what comedy is. They think that this is They think that this they is. They don't on, know what email is. They don't know yeah. what email is. They're like, they're like our they Supreme. They probably think this is a direct transmission of what we're going to do to him. Yeah, and yeah they probably think this is a documentary. Yeah, they don't have emails. They're like our Supreme Court justices who don't have emails either. So thank God they're voting on net neutrality. They think what blindness can talk be cured it. by birds. They don't know. <laughs> blindness might be able to be cured by birds. Who knows? Not how they're doing it. Well, you know, so I'm always walking walking around with my eyes up to the sky hoping a pigeon shits in them. Uh-huh. 2020 vision if a pigeon shits in your eye. Oh, I'm not a doctor. Let me just say that. This is a valid point. So these emails were hacked, and now we got... You don't think they know what satire is? Are we there yet? I don't care. Here's the point. What's your point? 
They don't know what satire is. They have no idea what comedy is. And they're going to be using this and they're going to be playing it in, uh, in front of the North Korean people are as an be, act of war. Are we going to be under assault because of this movie? Sony is already no. under assault. This no, no. is the whole thing. The North Koreans hired. This is the only thing the North Koreans are able to do. They can't get a missile off the ground. Uh, the new, a North Korean missile uh, has the exact same vertical uh, leap that I do, which yeah. I was talking about before the show, roughly three inches, and then I fall into the ocean. And it can't palm a basketball either. No, it's a missile. Yeah. It has no hands. But the thing is... Uh, the North Koreans can't do anything right. They can't feed their people. They eat a bizarre kind of a sludgy thing, but, you know, I'm kind of a foodie, so I think it looks kind of tasty. Uh, they eat actually very similar to how Gwyneth Paltrow eats. Just everything is together in one sort of goopy mess. You calling yourself a foodie is like Rip Van Winkle calling himself a sleepy. You don't have any discernment. Well, I ate a bunch of Twinkies last night. There so we go. That's okay. food, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so I'm okay. a foodie. I like to eat food. Sorry, go on, go on. What does a foodie mean to you? A person who actually cares about what they eat. They they buy fine foods. They read food blogs. They know the they know the hmm. people making their food. The chefs. Twinkies are like seven dollars a box now, aren't they? You eat chili from a can. Hmm. Hmm. Well, still all seems like food to me, so I'm a foodie. All right. So the North Koreans can't do anything right, but they've done these cyber hacks before. They've done them in South Korea, and they've done them elsewhere. And so that's what happened. This is one of the greatest uh, days in North Korean history. This is the first time that they've ever actually caused true mayhem in the United States. And now this Pascal Gale might have to step down. Ruben might have to step down. It's very intense stuff, and it goes all the way to the White House. I'm going to call this a North Korean win. I'm with you. They won this They won this little cyber battle, but this movie is going to be absolutely badass. I'm blanking on the name of it right now. The Interview. The Interview. And uh, so The Interview, yeah. It, it just it, it, uh, premiered, I think, two nights ago, and it's going to be out around Christmas, and they're promising uh, that they're still going to release it. They did do a re-edit, so we'll see uh, if they take out everything that's amazing. And by everything that's amazing, I mean when they blow up Kim Jong-un's head. I know. Oh, my God. Well, Which is going to be great. Eventually, we're going to get to see the real thing, and I just can't wait for it. Yeah, oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. I'm sure once this all blows over, the DVD will have the whole thing. Oh, sure. You know? yeah, but oh, you- I mean Kim Jong-un's actual giant melon exploding, oh, exploding like it was the end of a Gallagher comedy special. Oh, that could happen, sure. That would be one of the greater ways to that have would be it a popped great- off. They yeah. should have done that. Brought mm. out is not him, Gallagher too. That's yeah. the that's a real disrespectful way to go. It is. Well, it's nice to go out with a laugh. You know? <laughs> I mean, even if you're the punchline, sort of literally in this yeah. situation, the sludge line, the sludge omatic, one of the greatest slash dumbest ideas that's ever happened in comedy. It was amazing. So I can't uh, wait. But what I what I want to say is it's insane to think. All of your emails, every transmission that you have with somebody can be hacked just like that and completely uh, erode every single uh, piece of work that you've done throughout your entire life. I mean, but this is insane, you know, because out of all the random emails that you send on a daily basis, you're going to have a bunch of corny jokes in each one of them. There's going to be a lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff in there. And uh, it's like, I, I feel like the people, the press for publishing the hacked um, emails are just as bad as the hackers themselves. I don't think that any of this stuff should have been exposed. Oh, boo on you. If, hey. if the North Koreans, if they know something that we don't, something is definitely wrong. The what American, do you mean? The, 
North Koreans are the most blinded, most sheltered group of people on the planet. Right. And if they actually know what's going on in our country and we don't, that is ridiculous. Not to mention- How do they I'm know what's hacking- going on in our country? Because they're hacking the Sony email. Yeah, but I'm sure that's not just like the regular everyday North Korean. No, I don't it's want any Sony North didn't Korean. Have a, it's because well, Sony's I'd, firewall- I'd back a second that, but- Sony didn't have a good firewall because they didn't feel like they had to be protected. That was the problem. Well, that's fine. And you know what? I'm for it. This whole internet thing has really separated us as people. Anyone feels like they can say anything to anyone, and it's all under- they I can. say out it's in all- the open. Get it out in the open. You know, what are you, being a fake to one person, fake to another person? It's all in these secret little emails. Bring it out. Whatever happened to face-to-face conversation? Well, that's the problem. That is, But that's the whole thing. I mean, these... The, everyone has private conversations that are meant not to be heard by the person that they're talking about, especially you chatty Kathy women <laughs> who are always in there talking to Becky. Oh, I hope Becky didn't lose her baby. Becky lost her baby. And then you'd be like, I'm so sorry, Becky. And then you turn around and you email your friend. <laughs> well, Becky was drinking the whole damn time. Yeah, well... It was Ruben who said most of the terrible things in the email, and you confused it for being the woman, and I think it just shows your prejudice towards women, and so does that previous rant. <laughs> no, it does not show my prejudice towards women. I love women, and I have the mind of one. Um, so I'm saying, though, these emails should have never been released, and it's a very scary time, so you have to. This is the chilling effect. This is the silencing of a, of a culture, and this is the silencing of a, uh, an entire country. We're going to have to be very careful with everything we say. And Micah, you know who else was very careful about everything they said? World War II. Excuse me? The Jews and the Germans. They were ratting out each other left and right. And that's what's happening now. I'm sorry? You just addressed what? World War II as a person. Yeah, I'm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a little confused. Uh, and I would like you to go into further detail. Not too much further, though. What I am saying is... As a society right now, we have neighbor against neighbor. Everyone's trying to get dirt on somebody else, much like your company Christmas party or Bohemian Grove. The sooner you get dirt on somebody else, then you got power over that person. That's what everybody is doing. Yeah, but once we get all the dirt out in the open, nobody has any power. Don't you see? It's a leveling of the field. Yeah, but not all. No, because right now. Only the righteous will remain. Oh, my God. You sound like David Koresh. It's terrifying. Well, maybe it's awful. we could use th- a little more Koresh. And Angelina, I mean, these people are all fine, you know? Maybe we, I do believe we could always use a little bit more Koresh. But these emails are, it's bad news. And I don't, I don't like that they got released. But it is a win for the North Koreans. And I think they're touting it as quite a victory over there. So um, you also touted it as a victory. Well, they won. Yeah. They won this little, this, this little battle. Yeah, sometimes you got to give it up. Yeah. I wonder, they wouldn't find anything in mine. A couple of tasteful nudes. Well, no, that's because you have numbers in your email address. You don't know what you're doing with email either. What do you mean? Ben K721. That's like a sixth grader's email address. Earthlink.net or whatever. Earthlink. Don't, don't mix my name up with those kinds of people. You can only communicate with my grandparents. (laughs) I'm pretty sure if you, if you have an email address like that, you're not even allowed to to, to communicate with the regulars. Ben's oh, email should with be the like, regulars? Your email, basically, it, it might as well be like basketballguyben at, at hotmail.com. What, what is wrong with you? Ben K721. My name is Ben. My last name is K. Starts with, uh, Kissel starts with a K. And then my birthday, the I, same as your birthday, July 21st. Do you want to tell him? or? I think you have to use a stamp when you email Ben. 
I'm pretty sure you have to check yeah. out for proper postage. Uh huh. And I would like to that. him in three to four days, but you know the the mail system is really failing in this country. Yes. Yeah, What's your well. email address? MicaFox at Gmail. It's my. How email. is that better than mine? Because you could guess my email without having ever met me. Yeah, that's a much better email than you. I don't understand. Yours is like trying to like uh. Mine is like giving you dumb. some it's information. Dumb. No one will ever hack your email because they'll assume there's you're, nothing worthwhile. You're in like there. 15. There's some great stuff in my email. Yeah. Well, if you want to hack it, get in. Get in there. Nobody, nobody wants to hack it. Nobody cares. It's got you got numbers in there. There's mm. maybe an asterisk. It's it's a mess. So you ha- you haven't made it unless your email gets hacked. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying it's not the worst way to evaluate that. You wake up one day and the cover of the New York Post is a private email that you sent to a f- personal friend. How terrifying you're is that? You're a star, honey. Then you're a star. <laughs> That's the modern day era. As soon as you become, as soon as your new if picture your new gets picture hacked. If your new picture doesn't get hacked, if your emails aren't hacked, if someone doesn't have a picture of you holding hands with someone else and calling you gay, you're nobody in this town. Yeah, you hear that's me? true. It's sad. I, wanna, I can't wait for a nude picture of me to get leaked. That's Nobody gonna, wants, that's oh, a national crisis. <laughs> that will be a national crisis. There's going to be a million man march on Washington North to Korea ban the internet. North Korea will consider that a victory even if they have nothing to do with it. Yeah. I'm going to consider it a victory. Everyone's going to be so appalled. And disgusted, there'll be the it'll be the only day that newspapers aren't sold, and uh, you know the internet. The day the music died. Oh, it'd be huge when Ben Kissel's body was exposed to the world, all soft and looking sad. I love my body though. Uh, someone's got to. <laughs> I hate it every day. Nonetheless, Micah, thank you so much, uh, and I want your body to get better. What what's your healing process? Uh, right now, it's a lot of tramadol, a few cyclobenzos. Uh, Are you a racehorse? Uh, that seems like something they give somebody before they run a, uh, a horse race. Yeah, I'm the golden shamrock. Bet on me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> golden shamrock. That's great. Well, I'm happy you're doing well. Yeah, I, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm dying. You're dying. Yes. Okay, very good. Oh, boy. All right, everyone. This that's is how you don't talk it? to grandma. Wait, Nobody is this why wants, we're ending I'll, it like this? Yeah. Well, how you else can are we send flo- Don't send flowers. That's a Christian thing to do. Put a rock on my grave. <laughs> what do you? It's a Christian thing to do. Yeah, put it, bringing flowers to a funeral is uh, it's really wasteful and tacky. It's really gay. Yeah. It's really gay. Yeah. You're supposed to donate to charity. Jews All care. right. All right. All right, Mike. You're proving yourself the son of cops, and <laughs> Micah. I'm happy that you're doing death so well. You look, you look great, dying. And you know we're the exact same age, Micah Fox and I, 1981, July 21st. So uh, I'm just sort of looking at myself in the future when I when I see you, and uh, hopefully my body doesn't break down as quickly as yours. Yeah, is. I feel how you look. Maybe it's some like weird Benjamin Button thing. We have yeah. the exact same birthday, <laughs> mm-hmm. and as you get more and more hideous looking, I feel more and more terrible. But you feel great. I always you, feel fun. You feel like my body looks. I drink a. Two ounces of vodka a night, and uh, oh, I don't. You got to stop so. doing that, dude. Two yeah, ounces—that's healthy. No, two no, ounces. No, it's not. It's not. That's a, that's the size of a shot. Ben drinks yeah. a pint. No, no, dude. It's not wine. It's not like good for your heart. It is good for your heart. Vodka? Yeah, two shots of vodka a night. Yeah. Um, look at no, right? look at the Russians. No. Look at the Russians. Yeah, they're doing heart healthy. Yeah, they're doing great. <laughs> What yeah. a triumph of success yeah. the, the Russians, Russians are. <laughs> Look at Russia. <laughs> yeah. success. Hmm. That is kind of, that's laughable. That's why yeah. the women in their country would rather become paid for 
slaves, sex slaves, yeah. than stay where they are. That's so true. Yeah. They're like, please buy me, ugly American, and have your <laughs> uh-huh. way with me because I cannot be in this community any longer. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I was at uh, my first university, I was going to wrap it up here, but my first university I ever went to, believe it or not, it was a thing called a community college. And uh, this oh, was in Wausau, God. Wisconsin. This is where you go when you graduate high school with a 2.0. Um, and my, so I was just there for one semester and, uh, I did, uh, I did a play there. I wasn't cast as any role. I was just doing, I was, um, I was moving the stuff around. What do you call it? Set. Set. And, uh, at one point I showed up really drunk and I pissed in the lead's shoes and I was very happy with that. Nonetheless, the, uh, main guy, the guy that was running the dormitory, he had a large they ponytail. They have a dorm, a community college? Yeah, yeah. That is... The whole point is that you're in your community. You stay at home. Well, it was a half hour away from where I grew up. Oh my god! And so he had a ponytail. It was very Steven Seagal esque, and he was and he was chubby like Seagal as well. He got a rent a uh, a rent a wife from uh, Russia, and this woman came, and he he had met her a few times. She came and she lived with him in the dorms. Oh my god! She was god. pretty attractive. And then, sure enough, a week later, she disappeared. Yeah. And he was super pissed. And he was like, I got to find her. He put an APB out. There was posters of her all over the town. I can't imagine what this disgusting dude did to that poor woman inside of this dormitory uh, apartment. You know, and um, and certainly enough for her to leave. And I thought, I was so proud of her. I was like, run, run, Russian, run. You know, it was perfect. Um, and I hope that she escaped somewhere in the United States and she's just chilled out with some wealthy dude because she was pretty hot. Definitely too attractive for a 40-year-old guy who lives in a dorm and at a community college. That's the great irony. They're so hot over there. And they get yeah. so... I'm like, you would get a way hotter, richer dude if you just were already here. Thank God they're not. Gives people like me a fighting chance. <laughs> well, you're a beautiful woman. And uh, yeah, I mean, they either they either come over here to be a rent wife or they stay in Russia, get really fat and grow um, facial hair so Beards, people yeah. stop sexually assaulting them mm-hmm. that's really the only other option that they have over there that's if i was a woman i would just be i understand big women by the way i get it i know a uh, a woman friend of mine she was older and i don't even know what she would come and uh, teach at the high school and uh we were talking about that one day she was she was sick of the attention from men she didn't like men at all i think she was a lesbian um she didn't it was catholic school so she didn't tell me but i assume that's what that meant mm-hmm. she was just she just uh grew out her hair and uh she would pick her nose and eat it quite regularly um, because she didn't want uh, men to be attracted to her. So well, that's the that, way to do it. That's the way to do it. I mean, I was rock hard every time I talked to her, but I'm a different kind of guy. All right. That's Micah Fox. Thanks so much for being here, Micah. You're doing Always well. Always a pleasure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, Gmail. Uh, I'm at BenK721 at Gmail. We know. Yeah, so email me that. And he'll get it in about a week, two to three, you know. If I'll you want to pay it. extra postage, you might get it in five to seven business. Oh, you got to uh, wait till he's done with his homework. Oh, everyone's got jokes about my email. And, and listen, everyone's laughing at home. <laughs> you know, everyone's laughing about it. Good, good stuff, guys. Um, <laughs> all right, everyone. We'll talk to you soon.